Dude, how much money do you think Rodrigo Blankenship would have made in college? I mean, how much money do you think Todd Gurley would have made? Like, I mean, I think of stuff like he that. made more than three hundred. That's what I'm saying. That's what this is for, right? It's for someone like Blankenship, who, by the way, is much more marketable at Georgia than he is at in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. So, like, I think that's what this is for. Happy almost college football season, Georgia Bulldog fans. My name is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 267 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. This is only our fifth show of the year 2021. And although our publication of episodes has been quite infrequent, to say the least, that's all about to change very soon. Because starting in August and leading up to the Georgia-Clemson game on September 4th, we'll be putting out weekly shows. Then, as the 2021 college football season kicks off, We'll have a pregame and postgame episode, as usual as we have since 2015, as we follow the dog's quest to capture the SEC East Championship, the SEC Championship, and the National Championship. One can hope. In this episode, we spend a lot of time on the recent name, image, and likeness rule that opened up money-making opportunities for all collegiate athletes and share what some Georgia and national players in all sports are doing to quickly capitalize on their brand. So, hope you enjoy the show, and right as we begin, little production note here, my microphone quit working. Actually, it was the XLR cable, as you'll hear me explain as we start talking, but don't worry, we got it figured out pretty quickly. So, here's episode 267. I might just have to mute all of mine out. I don't even know. But, uh, What's happening? Just, we're just, we're just rusting. I, I got a dead XLR cable. Ah, XLR cables are the worst. I know. But yeah, I think um, I got a pencil and a highlighter, so... Hey, ready to go. I'm ready to go. Although I can't see, I'm going to have to turn the lights. Jennifer doesn't like for me to turn these lights on because they don't match the color tone. <laughs> but I'm going to turn them on anyway. Just consider it like, like you know, you consider it like what you do with Alexa. Like, it's just temporary until we get the actual thing that you want and then just hope that I die. Oh, that's, that's bad. That. <laughs> Honestly, it is a little embarrassing. It's yeah. not great. Dem- yeah, Demetri Robinson. I saw that today. Demetri Robinson. Yep. Transfer to Auburn. Yeah, the uh, transfer portal giveth. And the transfer yeah. portal taketh away. Yeah. But if you look at who we've gotten, I think yeah. Uh, yeah. George has kind of come out on the, the good end. So might as well start. Well, yeah. that's it. But it's interesting. It's interesting you bring up the transfer portal because the Athletic ranked the top whatever 100 transfer portal guys. And like three of the top six are Georgia transfers. Yeah. Uh, tr- tr- transfers to Georgia. From Georgia. From Georgia. Right. Yeah. Um, well, Tyreek Stevenson left. Right. Stevenson. Um, I don't know. See, now it's crap. This is fantastic well, no, audio. No, you've, got, you've got Jermaine Johnson that went to Florida State. Tyreek Stevenson went Johnson, to Miami. And then there's one more. Um, I Hold on. I'm pulling it as we speak. Well, you got Demetrius Robertson. I'm, I'm, I'm so to- ready for... Um, so ready for Chad to be back involved with our stuff. Tyreek Stevenson's third. This is this athletic. Jermaine Johnson's fourth. But we got Darian Kendrick. Right. Alabama and Georgia are the only two that, had, that got two in the top... In the top ten, and um, Tyke Smith and that's right, yeah, yeah. So right. you could, you, could, you can realistically think, is it Tyke? I think so. Okay, so Tyke Smith from West Virginia uh-huh. coming here. It's almost like a trade for Tyreek Stevenson, even though Tyreek Stevenson was the only guy playing defense against LSU in the SEC championship game a couple years back. I mean, he was a monster, and then he got hurt a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I hate to see him go, but it's good to at least get a. Give a DB and get a DB, in my opinion. Yeah, I think we should certainly get used to this happening a oh, lot. Yeah, yeah. By the way, if you, th- if you think this is happening in college football a lot, 
look at college basketball right now. Uh, as as, as a, my only little Illinois basketball moment is Kofi Coburn is yeah. in the transfer portal, and there's a very real possibility he's either going to stay at Illinois or probably go to Kentucky. That Severe Wheeler, the best player on Georgia's team last year, and Kofi Coburn, the best player on Illinois' team last year, will be playing with each other for Kentucky uh, this year, in case you were wondering. Yeah, but one of those guys will be on the first line, one of those guys will be on the second line. <laughs> yeah, so I, think, I still think he's going to come back to Illinois. But, uh, but, that will, and, but it's funny, because we're going to talk about NIL, so that's actually a big factor in all of it. Uh, but first off, hello, everyone. It's good to be back. Uh, this is, for the record, we've had this debate in the past of when a, <laughs> when a season ends and when a season begins this is the official end this episode is the end of the 2021 season and you know what good 2021 20-21. Yeah, 20, yeah, hyphen. Yeah, yeah, hyphen dash, yes. Yeah. 2021 season. This is the end. No, we're not done until 2022. <laughs> uh, the 2020-21 season. This is the official end episode. And may I say, uh, let us never have a season like that again. Uh, I think we can all generally agree uh, in that idea that let's not ever have that happen again. I had not actually kind of realized, I've, I've kind of shocked myself a little bit how much I cannot wait for college football to start. I, I kind of like, and, and it's weird because ordinarily I'm the, you know, I'm a baseball guy and the NFL's good and I've got all this stuff going on. But I really cannot wait to, for college football. I, like, I've been listening to Solid Verbal like obsessively. I don't know if everyone heard their Alabama, Georgia uh, yeah, episode yeah. where basically there was a theoretical uh, recruit who, quarterback recruit, who had to choose between Georgia and Alabama and uh, they made a debate. So I would recommend everyone go listen to it. And um, I, I'm, I cannot get enough of it right now. I'm reading every magazine. Because to me, it was a reminder that 2020, listen, if Georgia would have won the national championship, I think it would have counted. Alabama's counts. Yeah. I'm not saying there's an asterisk to it. But let's not forget, like, there was no Ohio State-Michigan game. There were teams that were done in September. There's no let, Georgia Vanderbilt. Let's, yes. Let's not forget that moment where on, like, Wednesday, BYU and Coastal Carolina said, hey, you guys want to play Let's play some ball. Let's play some ball. <laughs> play some ball. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad thing, by the way. I'm, I'm for that in the future. But it was such a – now that there's going to be a normal season, and, and I think from all accounts it is – Normal. Going to be normal. Yeah. I think you still need to get some more players vaccinated. I think that, that – I, I, I think getting more players vaccinated will make it less likely that we will have protocols and have all of those things. But as a fan's perspective, stands are going to be full. Tailgates are going to be tailgate. open. Things are going to be happening, and I, I, I absolutely cannot wait. So, so uh, for many, many reasons, but for this motion, notion, particularly college football, uh, Goodbye to good riddance to bad rubbish when it comes to 2020-21. Uh, I'm ready for, for a fresh start after this episode. Yeah, I feel like Will's underselling how, how <laughs> difficult 2020 was as a football season. Um, I mean, I think one of the first times we got together, maybe the second time we got together was about this time last year. And at the time, we were sitting as far apart as we possibly could, yelling into a microphone. Uh, and thinking, and thinking we're not going to see the college football. Yeah, I mean, we were literally debating whether we're going to have yeah. a college football Season and now we uh, before we 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 started. Will and I literally just went through the calendar and decided, okay, what what games we're going to, what games we're not going yeah. to. Um, we are doing uh, Wayne and Tiffany and uh, our family have. 
kind of for the past three or four years done a, a, a camping tailgate planning trip. We, we camp in the North Georgia mountains. We're, we're doing that this weekend. Yeah. Uh, we're literally going to plan People out. People are doing tailgates. stuff. We're, we're doing, doing stuff. stuff. Yeah, we, we went to Vegas a month ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we have. I'm going in three weeks. Scott, Scott's oh, going in three weeks. I'm and Vegas is one of those places I really like want to hit in, in the midst of COVID. Like, not, 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 not in the midst of COVID, but now it's done. It's. No, it's not done, but you know what I mean. Let That's me tell done you for something. Me. I'm vaccinated. So. Let me tell you something. It was, uh, we were there, literally, we were there when they opened up. We got there on Memorial Day. That was it crowded? June 1st. It was asshole elbow. It yeah. was crazy how crowded it was. Um, it was like COVID never happened. Actually, the best way to describe it is like, there, there's a certain segment of our listeners that will know exactly what I'm talking about. It is like the first Saturday night of spring break on the Strip in Panama City. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the traffic and the people walking up the sidewalk mm-hmm. trying to get to Club La Vila. Um, I've only I've heard about this. I've never been. Mm-hmm. But um, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it is an interesting bookend. I hate to call it a bookend. It's an interesting bookend to what we dealt with last year where – we went to football games where there were 25,000 people there. And, and if you were a Big Ten fan, you went to games with zero with fans. With zero there. fans there. And, we, you know, the tailgating basically consisted of drive and park and have a drink and walk to the game yeah. and walk back to the car and leave. And now we're going to have a tailgate and we are going to do it. You know, we are, we just discussed, I'm going to, I'm going to the Clemson game. And, um, you know, I think we, I'm going to the Auburn game this yeah, year. Yeah. So like, you know, we, we may go to Auburn. And I, I expect the Clemson game to be. A madhouse. It's going to be two versus four, two versus three. That's one of the reasons we're not going. Like I feel like we're not quite ready for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to say, if UAB was first and then that, I might go. But I yeah. think I might need. I might need. But uh, think about UAB. This was three thirty kickoff. About this last week, kickoffs at three thirty. Oh, it's going to. It doesn't very matter reasonable. that it's UAB or. It's, uh, uh, and then the South Carolina game is what seven? Is it? Is that right? I don't it's, know. That's when we play third. Yeah. Yes, yeah, a seven o'clock kickoff. That, but 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 that UAB game. Think about 2019 South Carolina when there was this blase because it was a noon, noon kickoff, game, yeah. and look what happened during that game too. You, it, it's going to be years before that. You know, eh, I mean, we oh. had a home game last week. It's a noon kickoff. It's Charleston Southern. No big deal. The people, people are. It's almost like you're, you're just so thankful, to, or at least that's how I'm. We'll see what happens at the end of the year. I think water tends to find its level at a certain yeah, level. Good point. But, but I do think that, like, this is something I've been saying for years on this podcast. It always drives me a little crazy that there's this huge team that we talk about as like almost being the mecca of Georgia, where everyone like <sighs> we all go for it until and there's only it's only happened six or seven times a year <laughs> until we get to the sixth until you one get to and November like, yeah, and you're oh like, oh, God. who cares? Hopefully this year, like, I want everyone to remember every single moment, whether. It's UAB, whether it's Charleston Southern, whether it's Kentucky, like what we did not get to have last year and what what was taken. I, I just can't wait. I, I can't well, wait I mean, for it. And there um, are early there are a lot of kids from early two thousands that missed a lot of kickoffs because of noon 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 kicks. Yeah, so and, or, and I'm, I wish I could have gone back to that Kentucky game in the rain yeah. that I chose not to go to. So, uh, <laughs> no I, one's judging me for that. Rain or shine, I'm going. For the, record, for the record, I had I had a good time at that game. But barely, <laughs> like that was that was not like a glorious achievement. Uh, the, you know, but but was I it mean, zero zero at halftime? Was it? It was. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot. Yeah. It was. As there was a whole thing. Reminiscing though, the Texas A and M game, it was a deluge too. But it yeah. was differently. Yeah. And then the sun fun. came out. Yeah, it was, I don't. And, remember, and, and also, don't forget the Austin P game, which is the hottest that was, uh, football game that's ever existed. That, in no, the people will debate whether it was two thousand three Clemson or Austin P it being hotter and. 
I mean, I think it's probably a toss-up because <laughs> I was at both games. But uh, I would say generally in the world, 2019 is hotter than 2003 was. So my guess would be my favorite thing is I think I said this before. We went with uh, some of Alexis' family from Buffalo, and they're like, "Is it like the peak game South yeah. all the time?" Every I was like, "What are you talking about? This is great." I was dying like what else was, but yeah. So I think we met, it wouldn't shock me if the UAB game has that kind of heat to it. So. Everyone, pace yourselves. Uh, drink a lot of water, but uh, yeah, I can't. I mean, I, I I'm I've bring been, ice. I've been Guys joking. Bring ice. I've been I've been doing more publicity stuff about how lucky and uh, tailgating comes up a lot because tailgating is like a big yeah. part of the book. And I and I and I keep. And I've actually been asked a couple times, "Are people ready for tailgates?" I always <laughs> joke that like the tents are already up, like they're ready to go. <laughs> That's not true. The tents are not actually up yet, but they Some will. Some of be. them are packed. I mean, it's going to be. I mean, school starts not that long from now, so you're going to hear the band over at the intramural fields and you'll know that it's coming. So I'm guessing that tits are up line is something that is new to each person you talk to, but it, like you're saying, I can't believe I'm saying this line again. Oh, that, that's just doing publicity, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there are certainly like things that you hit every single time. Oh, sure, but, yeah, uh, the, same, that's okay. the same line. I mean, listen, if, I, if a rock band can, if, if, if Mick Jagger can, if, if Keith Richards can belt out, uh, knock out the satisfaction riff yeah. for the 40 millionth time with enthusiasm, I think I can probably... Uh, and sober for the first time. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's, well, He's looked the same for 25 years. I could Cocaine's hell of a drug. Um, so, not, for the record, if you want to stay looking the same for 25 years, cocaine is probably not your best bet. Well, you should start with cocaine yeah. and then ease yeah, down. Yeah, then ease yeah. yeah. on the soft stuff so like heroin. Like, oh, when you're 45, you look like you're 90. So uh, you're already all set up. Much like I grew into my haircut, he's grown into how his face looks. <laughs> so. Um, so we we have, in case, in case you've missed it, and I, I suspect some of you have, um, Name, images, name, image, and likeness is a thing now, which uh, if you've listened to this podcast, you realize that we are um, we are generally in favor of athletes, at the bare minimum, being able to make money off of their, you know, selves. And um, it, we've already seen some interesting things. I think one of the, the – uh, there are some – there's some fun things that have come out. I think one of the funnest is um, uh, basically a um, – a gym, right, at, at University of Miami has mm-hmm. offered every athlete uh, uh, at the University of Miami money. Uh, one of my favorites is a barbecue joint in Fayetteville, Arkansas, has offered all the offensive linemen money to tweet about about the barbecue place. Um, uh, we've we've seen some some other Georgia podcasts have gotten uh, have engaged uh, some from Georgia football players. Oh, I've not seen that. Yeah, what uh, are they doing? Who, who's doing what? It's um, who, who are these posers and haters? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Smith, I can't think of the football player the player's name, but it's um, it's the Dogcast guys. Okay. Um, so. Um, I like those guys. Yeah, they're yeah, they're. I think they're super smart and they yeah. do a great job. I mean, it's a shame they have to lower themselves to such cheap publicity that we don't have to Debase. do. But uh, nevertheless, yeah. uh, good for no. Uh, Which, but it does bring up an interesting question. I'm not saying we're going to do this, but who would we get if we were to get somebody? I mean, uh, I mean, it feels like it feels like we should pull our money and get George Pickens, but yeah. uh, he's. I don't think we can afford him. I think Camarda is probably say, about we, our strike yeah. zone. Yeah, yeah, Jay Camarda. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but they, dude, how much money do you think Rodrigo Blankenship would have made oh in God. college? I mean, I, I mean, yeah. 
I mean, how much money do you think Todd Gurley would have made? Like, I mean, I think of stuff like he that. made more than three hundred. That's what I'm saying. And um, so, yeah, I, Blanket, uh, and that's that, that's what this is for, right? It's for someone like Blankenship, who, by the way, is much more marketable at Georgia than he is at in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. So, like, I think that's what this is for. We might can is, afford Stetson Bennett. Oh, absolutely. And plus, you got a pool there. Yeah, I got some county yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So. Um, but it's a shame Prather Hudson is not here anymore. Oh yeah, because, dude, uh, we should still get Prather Hudson. We should get yeah, Prather Hudson. He's a ninth he's a, for the Illini. He's, 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 he's a ninth year senior for Illini, right? For the record, it looks like he is. I, 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 this feels like maybe a good side for Illinois football. The most recent depth chart I saw him on actually has him third string, which makes me feel like, hey, maybe we're a little better than I. Yeah. Maybe Bert's got it going down. Yeah. There. Well, no, yeah, it's totally. They if he's, he's third, string, he's improved a lot. I don't know. I mean, that'd be really frustrating to like transfer from Georgia to Illinois and. Like be freaking third string. Like why did I? I could have done that at Georgia and and uh, and gotten shoutouts from waiting since last Saturday. Yeah. So well, but, the uh, the big winner so far in name image likeness is an LSU gymnast named Olivia Dunn. Yeah, of course. Um, because of her four million TikTok followers and one million Instagram subscribers, look. I understand a little bit about the influencer uh, marketplace because my wife does a little bit. She has like 11,000 Instagram followers and still gets deals and brand deals and stuff. I can't imagine the kind of dollars that come in for 1 million subscribers or, or followers. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Gary Parrish and Matt Norlander on Ion College Basketball had a really great episode on this when it first came out. And um, Parrish could not stop talking about it's like listen the real winners of this are all those frankly very good looking female athletes that have all these followers on tiktok tiktok and instagram right because the 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 people are chasing those followers and i mean he said it would not surprise me if we hear about a six-figure deal of a random esoteric volleyball player somewhere i don't think i think he used gymnast but uh gymnast somewhere and done at lsu seems like it would be the type of place you could do that because what's supposed to happen it's what's supposed to happen because if if they weren't if they weren't an athlete they would totally still be able to do that that's yes yeah that that was my point when i was arguing with someone months ago about i was like look the athlete A is sitting in class next to uh, some you know rando that's not not an athlete, but they happen to be an influencer. They can make all kinds of money. They can make all the money. They can have their own YouTube channel. They can do their merch. Yeah, but they can't do the other person can't do anything. Yeah, athlete because so they're an athlete. It only makes sense. Yeah. And and the other thing to go with the whole LSU thing, they did a big uh, reveal in Times Square. Uh, just last week, with her doing a cartwheel, and there was a she had a commercial uh, up on on the Times Square billboard, and LSU also benefits greatly because it acts as free promotion promotion when she posts because people and fans will associate her with LSU gymnastics. So Jay Clark, former Georgia g- gymnastics coach, is going to benefit. And who knows? That's just going to lift the whole program. It turns out he's not. Other than the fact, that, of course, that it killed Debra Sweeney had to quit as coaches Clemson. Other than that, the college football construction has college sports has not collapsed in the last week. It's just a normal thing. Like already, there's going to be weird stuff. Like that Miami thing is that feels a little like kind of the weird Wild West you're going to see for the first couple of months of this or the first year of this. Where it's going. But I, I, Bill Connolly was talking about this in solid verbal. He's like. Listen, you'll know that this is all starting to normalize when it starts to benefit Alabama. <laughs> That's how you'll know when this is all like, oh, okay, now we understand how this works. The baseline level is there because right now it's a little weird. We're seeing all these weird little things. But, like, to me it's just basic stuff that, like, 
you know, I mean, there's a bunch of Georgia football players on Cameo now. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, like, you, they should be able to do that, for crying out loud. And so I think that that's, that, at, at the very level, at least there's something there. So well, we should always, get one of them to do, like, an intro. For yeah, it, it's always been silly to me that uh, I, Tony Waller, as a stunning uh, junior Aggie kind major, could go on Cameo, and yeah. if that would have been a thing in 1989, and, and, like, do greetings for people. Yeah. But... Lars Tate couldn't. That's crazy, right, 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 right. right? And and that's the, the 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 fact of the matter is is like the reason that wasn't the case is they were the universities and the NCAA were scared to damn death that all their supporters were not going to they're going to stop supporting athletic programs. And here's the here's the thing: the, there's there's plenty of pie. There's lots of pie. The pie doesn't get smaller. They're not cutting more pieces. It's just there's more there's more pie. But I mean, this is the scary the the, the scary thing though is we talk about NL. The scary thing for some people, not for me, but for some people is what came down from the Supreme Court case. Not the case itself. The case uh-huh. itself was not a huge deal. Like that was like pretty slam dunk. Like it was stupid of Emmert to try to try to pitch it the way that he did. But the case itself is. Hey, it turns out, like, yeah, you can go ahead and give them education stuff and stuff. Like, that. but my man Brett Kavanaugh, I've always loved that guy. <laughs> so uh, I'm very excited to see him once again coming out on the side of justice. Uh, but it was a great, like, for for the record, Kavanaugh's thing was not legally binding. It was not like it was a. It was it was not like. But basically, it's an open. You, and I'm talking to law guy over here. So correct me if I'm wrong. You're correct. But like, it sure sounds like his thing is. Hey, if anybody else wants to come sue these guys, and that comes to us, the NCAA ain't gonna win. Yeah, and that is that's what it seemed he was doing. That I did think it was hilarious that he couldn't help but toss in a. Uh, like he talked about all the great moments in college sports. People love March Madness and college football and the lacrosse championships over Memorial Day. Like that's a very Brett Kavanaugh thing that to is, do. To be like, yeah. oh yes, who, who among us has not gotten together with their family to sit down and watch the <laughs> lacrosse championships over Memorial Day? Who's off? <laughs> So clearly that's a, that's a Kavanaugh thing. But he was right. Like, he was right in everything that he said. And the, it was basically an open invitation to be like, you know what? This is not the end of this. And I think that's what's scary to people. And that's where it starts feeling like, okay, what happens? Like, what's the next thing? Yeah, what well, is the next but thing? But that's, a, that's the, do, I, do, do, I, do I have that accurately? You do have that accurately. Person, you yes. do have that accurately. I mean, a, dis, uh, a concurring opinion that is not joined by anybody essentially is a um, – the proper way to look at that is that is a um, that is a justice laying out his or her theory of how um, the next case could go, and that's exactly what happened. the The interesting part about both that case, uh, about that opinion and the actual majority opinion, is that um, that's that's how we got to the NCAA saying, "Okay, guys, you'll do whatever. Yeah. We're out." Because at that point, their lawyers are saying. We have severe anything we say where we direct schools to do things or somehow provide a I mean, the, the term is anti-competitive, but uh, uh, we we com- we construct a way to restrict money for athletes in a coordinated way. A cartel, if you will. It's a cartel. <laughs> it's coll- it's it's it, yeah, it's collusion. Right. Yeah. And any if we do that, we are legally liable. And the NCAA said, OK, y'all are on your own. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of people 
I've heard a lot of people showing disdain for the NCAA. It's actually the first smart thing they've done in this entire thing legally, right? The first, and granted, I'm not an antitrust lawyer, yeah. but it's the first smart thing they've done legally in a long time by simply saying, "Okay, guys, we're out." Guys, they've spoken, right? Yeah. We this is the thing we're not going to fight you about. You have to figure it out. Yeah. Now, if if I'm the guy that is, uh, if I'm the guy that's been working on this for three years at NCAA, I got to be really mad, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of work down the drain. Or, or George Casanza is like he's had the Pinsky file yeah, all this yeah. time, and now suddenly it's like. But it was a dumb move for the NCAA to have th- to have this be the case that they pushed the Supreme Court anyway. It like, was just yeah. It, yeah. it. They did not read the room. Right. right. Um, it is stunning. I've heard of several people, uh, including solid verbal people. Um, I think they had a uh, friend of, of the pod, Michael Felder, on, on the um, solid verbal, or maybe Splits on Dio, where they talked with him. And it's like, he said, think about this. Seven years ago, the whole ethos was around busting these players. Like, the big scoop was, hey, I heard A.J. Green took money, right? That was the big scoop. To now to the point where it's not just utter disdain for anybody to report that. It's like, hey, why are we trying to keep A.J. Green from getting money? It's a total sea change. I mean, look at the. I, I don't. I don't. I say this knowing I have a, a at least a, a sports reporter in front of me, and I'll say this with Andy because it was it was the ethos. But the ethos was, you know, as a sports reporter, your job was to go out and find places where people were cheating, right? And that was the biggest scoop you could get Charles in college. Robinson like, made a whole career. Robinson made a whole career of it, right? But that was the biggest scoop you could get as somebody at a blue blood top of the line. Remember the Oklahoma program. State story? That was like the big. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. dude, they were watching porn. Oh. And there were hookers, and that was LSU, wasn't it? I mean, I'm sorry, Louisville, right? Louisville, was, um, Oklahoma State was, yeah. Oklahoma no, it was porn, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, it was, but basically, like, I think I joked at the time, it was like, well, I feel like this Oklahoma State story is a uh, is a weird advertisement it's, to say why you should go play football. It's Oklahoma weird. State. Come Oklahoma State, guys. <laughs> we're having fun. So it just feel like, it, you're right, the sea change over 10 years. And I, I mean, listen, this is, if we've learned anything from kind of like, American history, uh, things change slowly and then really, really, really then suddenly, fast. yeah. I mean, now, I mean, the idea that Pride Month is now just a corporate holiday, wherever, like, <laughs> just like, I mean, you can't hide from it. Like, like, I, I have gay friends that are like, okay, enough, like, yeah, enough, right. enough. Okay? There's plenty of gay. Like, I don't right. no, believe I hear you, I hear you. you. I hear you. Like, I think you're now just selling me something. Yeah. And I, and but that's a massive change in the span of a very short amount of time. And that's the way this has happened with this. This is this is even a more compressed. Timeline. I mean, the idea that that I, I joke. I wrote about this for New York Magazine. If I would have written what Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, my man, <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh, if I was personal hero, if I would have written what he wrote in New York Magazine six years ago, oh, they'd have been like, they would have published it. What is this radical, crazy crap that you're trying to peddle? They would have published it. Uh, it would have been if Dave Zirman would have wrote it for the Nation. They'd be like, there, there it goes, goes again. again. <laughs> and now it's Brett Kavanaugh. Now it's Brett Kavanaugh, and everyone's like, yep, that is totally right. That's a massive. That guy gets it. <laughs> and and listen, I think this part of and like listen, we've seen this here in Georgia, right? We've seen like the idea that Brian Kipp signs the NIL uh, legislation at Sanford Stadium, and what does he literally say? This will help people get recruits. Now, there's stuff in the back that I think was silly, but that, but that doesn't really matter. What matters is that Brian Kemp felt like, hey, this will benefit me politically to have athletes get what people think they deserve. To think about how dramatic of a change that is. I mean, you guys have been down here a lot longer than I have to see, to see. never mind the, the party of the politician, but just a politician saying, give money to players and being absolutely certain that it will make people like him more, that's a pretty dramatic change. 
Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right about that. And uh, I, what I like, what I've liked seeing is the entrepreneurship from not only the athletes but also um, one one company I'd like to point out is friend of the pod, uh, Chase Kelly, Seven uh, Six Apparel. They started iconic brands, E I K O N I C uh, brands. They signed Kendall Milton and Jack Podlesny. Uh, to it, where you know, guess what they're doing? They're making T-shirts, yeah, with their with their logo, with their merch. Every YouTube star that attracts fifteen to twenty five year old kids, guess what they have? Merch, yeah. and so it's just another way. And you know, people are gonna people are gonna like poo poo some of these players, like the third string offensive lineman, if he gets a a deal for a belt buckle or does a shirt or something. But guess what? What does if, it matter? If, if somebody makes twenty five extra bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe maybe it furthers their career down the road, and maybe or you know, maybe it just helps them eat. Or maybe they're able to get two. Maybe they're able to get five foot longs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Instead of you know in the past where you know if somebody dared give them a break, some some yeah. local company, well then you know you've got to re- self report. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think one of the most interesting parts of this is going to be. Uh, Moments, right when uh, oh, yeah. the big thing. I was going to ask Will about this. Yeah. So yeah, but Will and Scott. Now we're talking about this. It's like I I, I don't mean to bring this up because it's a. Let's let's put it this way. Imagine a T-shirt with Sony Michelle running around the end with a wide open super, uh, shirt, uh, Rose Bowl uh, end zone in front of him. Hmm. Think how many of those T-shirts he would sell, yeah. right? Or the, the thing I was thinking of was making Kyler an NFT Murray. of what it. If, what if yeah. you know in, in yeah. the, the Hale Murray? What if someone yeah. so, you know Scott Howard? Has this amazing call? Well, then you gotta wonder like who owns it. But regardless, you know what? What if it's uh, you know hot pod? Yeah, you know, I mean, just for ease. You know, after that kick against Cincinnati. Yeah. What if the call was then scripted on the shirt? You can I mean, sell Veron, Veron, five hundred of them. Yeah, Haynes, seen this. Boot. My friend Chris yeah. Matram, old blog guy Chris Matram. Yeah. Uh, who started the whole uh, uh, AOL fan house uh, thing over there, and then Yahoo after that. He runs Breaking Tea now. He's one oh, of the really? Breaking Tea guys now. And they've been on – because, like, their whole thing is they do T-shirts really fast. Yeah. Like, whatever, like, the new thing is, they get it really fast. That's and, the company I was thinking of when we were talking the other day, yeah. Scott. I'm Breaking sorry. I, yeah, Breaking yeah, Breaking Tea. Breaking Tea. Yeah. And, like, and, like, they are elated about this because all – They're going to make so much money. They're going to make so much money. And they're going to give it to the players. They're like, not going to give all of the players. But, like, they're going to give – like, they're going to be able to partner with players and say, look, this is what we – that awesome play that you made last weekend, there's a bunch of people are going to want to wear that t-shirt at the next game yep. like at that actual next game and it will become like even like look at like what ha- what's happened with it with the nba playoffs this year with Giannis, right uh-huh. like all of a sudden it's become a big thing where everyone's like count down count down we saw we saw it in new york we saw it in atlanta we saw see it all over the place um, not, uh, we saw it all over the place. That is how these things happen. They happen really, really fast. And it becomes like all of a sudden this hugely marketable thing. You will see that in college sports this year with companies like Breaking Tea being like, there's going to be an amazing. Think about what was the play? Um, uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yes. From Indiana. When he made that great that play. That dive into they the di- end That dive. Yeah. They're going to have, like, he will be able he was to. out of ne- bounds. It, whatever it really was, it was, it was, it was so side. awesome. It was the right call, yeah. but he was out of bounds. It was so awesome. But more the point, him reaching out yeah. for that, they're going to be able to sell T-shirts of that and give money to him that week. That is, I they'll mean, they will, crazy. they will, there will be ten thousand people spend thirty uh, three thirty five dollars for that T-shirt. Right. Also, Jamie Matram, not Chris Matram. Sorry about that. Yep, yep. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so I think I think it's awesome. I think that's exactly what it's, uh, and that's what it should be. This is. This is we talk about the invisible hand of the market. Like yeah. this is the invisible hand of the market, right? And hopefully we're getting college football back. 
Well, we'll get to Sports. Be- before we jump yeah. off, oh yeah, before we jump on this topic, uh, I did find a couple other players. Uh, Derek King uh, has signed also with College Hunks Hauling Junk. Uh huh. Um, this that is a sponsorship deal. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Mackenzie Milton, who transferred from Central Florida to Florida State, um, started his own company, Dreamfield. It's a booking live events for college students uh, company. So you know he can do that. He's in Orlando, or he's in Tallahassee. He's in Tallahassee. Okay. Um, a basketball player from Iowa, Jordan Bohannon. Bohannon, yeah. Um, he did a meet and greet at <laughs> a fireworks business That's apparel right. shop right after it. So, I mean, July. That might be the most Iowa thing I've ever heard. That's a very Iowa thing. He, uh, there's no way he was wearing sleeves. Uh, Fres- oh, there's zero chance. He's wearing cutoffs, too. Fresno State basketball players Haley and Hannah Cavender, their sisters, uh, they signed a deal with Boost Mobile. They have three million. Yeah, they're big followers. social people. They're so big social They're making people. six, maybe seven easy figures. Su- easy already. six figures. Uh, a Nebraska volleyball player, Lexi Sun. Started an apparel line, um, and she has seventy six thousand Instagram followers. I love this. So now it's just it's it's listing their name and then how many followers they have because that's how you do it in the real world. Sure. As well. um, also in Nebraska, uh, Trey and Bryce McGowan's uh, football players. They started a new podcast, uh, and it's sponsored by a tavern in Lincoln, Nebraska. So um, yeah, and then I'd be remiss if I if I did not mention um, the Milo Sweet Tea deal with oh, yes. Bo Nix. Uh, he bad. was out at like. 1201 a.m. Yeah. on July 1st. With I'm a fan uh, of Milo Sweet Tea, by the way. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, at first, the Alabama fans were upset. Well, Milo Sweet Tea was like, no, 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 don't you worry. We have Malachi Moore to endorse us <laughs> as well on the Alabama side. So, And the last thing on this I would note is uh, there's, we're seeing this practically right now of the benefits for college fans in this, though we'll see if it works out for me. Uh, Kofi Coburn. Kofi Coburn was an All-American for Illinois basketball last year. Uh, he was going to go pro, and and he was probably not going to be drafted. But a guy like him in the past has always been like, well, I'll just, that's right, I'll go to Spain. Right. I'll go to Spain. I'll, I'll take I'll, a agent I'll, deal I'll if I get there, it. I'll yeah. go to the G League. Like, I'm going to get money in a way I wasn't getting money before. Where now, in a, in a, like it's the point where even in June, he was like, I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. He actually sold some of his equipment. He actually sold some of his equipment, and at first, and so basically, uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But basically, he sold some of his equipment because he was all ready to go. And then when NIL hit, he's like, "Wait, I can either go back to Illinois and sell my brand there, or I can go to Kentucky. Those are basically the two places he's going to go. Hopefully, he'll go to Illinois. Uh, say, say Illinois. But more to the point, NIL is explicitly the reason that he said he's coming back. That." Not only is that not damaging the college sports, that's actively helpful for college sports to be like this dude, like this massive seven foot two, three hundred, like the, like as close as we've had to Shaq in college basketball for for ten years is coming back to college basketball specifically and explicitly because of NIL. He can make money. That's off the such game. an underrated point. I mean, yeah. think about oh, yeah, no. years ago. Yeah, uh, Elijah Holyfield. Yep. Or uh, Isaac Nauda. Yep. You know, guys that went, we really could have used them. Yeah. But perhaps NIL keeps them here. And there's a path for them to make money and have been making money. And it's like, well, Kofi Cobra's not going to make $25,000. Well, first he's going to make more than that. Even even if that's all there is, think what he'd make, he would make if he had been there four years. Right? Yeah. If he's there three, look, if you're facing going to play in Spain for 
what they make in Spain? Uh, two hundred thousand for mean, the, like the if superstars. You're the right, if you're with the wrong team, you just wait. You may wait years for your check. Right. But yes. Right. Yes, yeah. So the G League, I think the guaranteed salary is like twenty five thousand yeah. for a season. Well. You can go finish your college education, make twenty five thousand during your college basketball season, and pump up your brand and every single brand. time you're on television. Yep, that's right. And I, I think, and in the post game press conference, and, and, wear the hat that says. And, and so you said your last thing. My last thing is, uh, everybody's like, oh, it's just going to benefit the the best teams. They're, first off, the best teams already benefit. Yeah, everything's already. Second off. Maybe it won't because if you're going to be, for, let's take college basketball, and this is a point they make on on college basketball, if. You're going to be the superstar at Texas Tech. Well, everybody in Amarillo is going to want PCU. Yeah. Right? Everybody's going to want a PCU. If you're going to be the second guy off the bench at Kentucky, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Frankly, we'll see this with Kofi Coburn. We'll see with Kofi Coburn. <laughs> right. We'll say, like, Kofi right, is you're a, be the guy Kofi in Champagne. Is a god in Illinois. Yeah. And in Kentucky, he will still Are you going to be a rotation five? Yeah. And he, yeah. I mean, he'll be a stud. Like, he'll still be a stud of Kentucky. Oh, yeah. But, like, at Illinois, he will be revered. Right. The question right. is whether, yeah. Well, he'll, he'll play, he'll play 34, he'll play 34 uh, minutes a game at Illinois. Yeah. He'll play 22 at Kentucky. And more to the point, at, at Illinois, he will be... Kofi Coburn, face of the program. Yes. The guy, the savior the, that came back. The guy's in the middle of the. At, the uh, and at uh, Kentucky. Yeah. And at Kentucky. But listen, Kentucky is also a more popular basketball program than Illinois. Yes. So, like, maybe there's more money. Like, we'll see. Like, I feel like that's actually an early referendum on this is whether or not he thinks he can make more money NIL from Illinois being the centerpiece. Than being Kentucky a large thing, but but to be more to the point, we are all whatever whether he plays for Illinois or Kentucky or whoever, we are going to get to watch a All American play another year of college basketball. Who's charismatic? Who's recognizable? You who, guys had the mask on? Uh, no, that was Iowa. That was okay. Iowa. But Kobe's a huge dude. Kobe's yeah. a massive guy, the seven foot two guy, the Shaq. The Shaq. Like and 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 we're going to be able to watch that guy. And we would have not been able to watch him if it hadn't been for NIL. That, to me, is a very positive thing. Yeah. All right, so uh, here's here's how the rest of the evening is going to go. We have uh, – I'm going to do – maybe we'll do buy or sell for yes, under. Yes, buy or sell. We're all the way back, guys. Uh, I am going to table the uniform talk because I need to gather more intel. This also hurts my feelings. I know, I know because I, I teased uh, Will and Tony that I'd be talking about – uh, uniforms. There are some changes this year in uniforms. Uh, uh, Wisconsin has something coming up that I'm not real sure about, but uh, I'll leave it at that. We'll talk about that on a later podcast. Um, but yeah, we'll do buy or sell over unders. I'm also going to get into the what are you doing scheduling this game section uh, of teams traveling to places they shouldn't travel. Oh God, this feels so normal. I'm so excited. <laughs> I got a couple trivia questions and then a couple other uh, random questions. And then I want to give a couple shout-outs. And then we are done with the 20-21 yeah. season. Yeah. So, By the way, uh, that was thunder in the background. It was. Yeah, we are uh, under the – but we are covered. We're not going to get wet or – I don't know if the lightning strike happens. I don't think you understand how lightning works. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not great. But lightning greatly respects – Covers. Okay. Okay. Good. Because I have headphones on right now. So you're probably fine. I'm probably fine. All right. How do you want to do this? So I've got all the SEC uh, uh, Vegas Insider over under win total. So you want to do buy or sell, or you want to guess first? I, let's just do. Let's do a quick. Let's just do a quick. Uh, I'll take the over. I'll take the under. Okay. All right. Um, well, we'll start with the SEC West. All right. Uh, we got Bama. Anybody guess what their over under is? 
I know what this is, so I'm going to say anything. Uh, is it 10.5? 10 10.5. 10 11.5. 11.5. Wow. Vegas Insider. Um, so, do you want to go over or under 11.5 for Bama? I'm going to take the under. Really? I, I reserve the right to change my mind. Is this after Bulls? I'm going to say. I think it's regular season. I think it's regular me. season. That's me. I think it's regular season. So Not counting Bulls, not counting Not SEC. counting championship weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's regular season. So I still 11, say under. So, wow. What a world to live in where basically all the betting is whether you go undefeated or whether you right, don't. Right, um, Yeah, I would t- I, I have to, I, I'd take over on that. I don't think any I – don't, I, I don't think this is not – I don't think it's a particularly strong year unless you really believe in Texas A&M, and I don't. I don't think it's a particularly strong year for the West. Like I feel like there's not – yeah, because like, Auburn's down – Yep. Like it's like it's, I would say I would say over. So you think over and Tony thinks under. I think that and, and yeah. I think uh, I think I don't think like, anybody's beating them. I think they're going to hit the number. I think it's going <laughs> to <be a> <laughs> ten and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. eleven and a half. Yeah. But put all your life savings on push. <laughs> uh, it's like betting green on the roulette wheel. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Texas A and M would be the next one in line. I'm giving you a hint. That's um, not. That's not. Uh, okay. I'm, now I know how you're going. You're using. Okay. Cool. What would you guess their number is? Um, and then would you go over or under it? I think they're nine and a half. I'd say they're nine. It's nine and a half okay. is the Texas A&M number. One, two, three. I'll go three, under. Yeah, I four, think that's a. Five. See, I'm, I'm not I'm, sold on. I'm that. making notes because I will be in Vegas to be pl- yeah. to be able to place these bets uh, very soon. Uh, I will take the over on Maggie's. Okay. By the way, I did get Georgia at a really decent number uh, for the national championship. Um, I did that despite okay, my. What was the odds on that? I think I got thirty. Got him at thirty. Nice. Yeah. So thirty to one. Yeah, I was Woo, pretty, pretty happy that. about that. Yeah. I absolutely take that. Yeah. So just to speed this up, I'll go ahead and give you the number. LSU's eight and a half. Um, one, two, three, four, under five, yeah. six, seven. You see seven wins, Tony, or eight? I'll take the under, but uh, they're going to be close. I think eight. I think uh, eight's a good number on that. Yeah. Um, Ole Miss. Lane train seven and a half under. Hmm. They're going to be so fun, but they're going to be a disaster. Well, I mean, I don't think they're going to. I, I like the way that's going, but that's. I think Matt Carell's just All a right, little so bit too risky. Let's play a little game. Their, their schedule is Louisville. Win or loss? Win. Austin P. Win. Tulane. Win. Alabama. Loss. Arkansas. Win. Tennessee. Win. LSU. Win. Yeah, oh, Auburn loss by then. Liberty win. A and M loss. Vandy win. Oh yeah, they're going over. Mississippi State win. Yeah, yeah, I think they got. It. I'll take over. Is it Mississippi Oxford at Mississippi State? Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, that's an over. That's a definitely an over. Yeah, and I don't think they win A and M, which is I thought. Man, I counted eight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note of that. I might be too aggressive. No, I think that. you're right. I think that, you're right. That, that, uh, that 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 LSU may be too aggressive. But yeah, that that game. Yeah, it's a home though. One, I don't know, man. So okay. All right. So uh, the next one in line would be uh, Auburn is a seven. Man, that that feels like a push. Push. That yeah. feels like a push. Let's see. They're they're out of conference. Are Akron, Alabama State, Penn State, Georgia State. So that is three. That's three wins. So well, ask gonna, Tennessee about Georgia State. They're going to beat LSU. Mm, I don't know. They beat Georgia. No. They win it on the road at Arkansas. 
Arkansas I've, is better. I feel like we're too high on Arkansas. I think that, like, they showed improvement and people got excited. Like, okay, it looks like they have something, their ducks in a row. It's still, like, they haven't, like, got this sudden infusion of a ton of talent. It's just they got a coach that, like, can put his ducks yeah, in a row. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I don't know. I, 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 I feel like Arkansas is the team that people are too high on. We're, we're going to do a whole, for the record, we're yeah, going to do, do a whole, whole SEC, SEC preview. But I, that, that I just, early, early, early I just look at their home schedule, which is Georgia, Mississippi, Mississippi State, and Alabama. And then I look at their road schedule, which is LSU, Arkansas, A&M, and South Carolina. And Penn State. And they have Penn State on the road, too. It's getting to seven wins. is That's a big number. So, yeah, I think Will's right. I think that's, they're on, that's the number. I'll take the under. Uh, all right, so Mississippi State and Arkansas are both at six. Um, one, two, three. I think Arkansas is better than Mississippi State. Um, I think Mississippi State, I think that thing might. It, that could definitely go under. They could go under, under. Big yeah. time. Because think about it. The West, uh, over on the East, there's a couple that are at six or less. So they're valuing the West a lot higher than the East. Also, the year for Mississippi State to, like, make a run was last year yeah. and they didn't yeah and we thought they were going to right after the after the lsu win like okay he's got some but like if the system isn't going to work when everything is madness and now that everyone's got their i just i i, I think the leech thing it's fun but i don't think it's gonna work can't trust the leech yeah. with the football well, not that leech spelled yeah. differently right i'll take it under on both He's, he spells it like robin he spells it like newsmax Hello. Um, Lifestyles right. of the rich and famous. So, we'll, we'll, okay, we'll start with Georgia. Ten and a half. <laughs> I just, dude. I, 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 go over, right? I'll take over. Yeah. I would have to think. Uh, basically, you're thinking they lose to Florida. If you have them under it, I don't think they lose to Florida. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. that's even if they beat Clemson, then it's obviously over. Yeah. Right. And then Florida's at nine. I, I am not buying Florida this year, guys. I am yeah, not. How many people in the East do you buy? Uh, Missouri to beat Florida. Ah, uh, that game is late, so it's at Missouri. Here, here's the, here's their problem. They play Florida State, who is hard to say. They have Alabama. They have LSU. Their West, their West Conference makes it really hard because they have to win one of those two games. Just about. Here's a here's a hypothetical. What if it was uh, Georgia that had Alabama as their crossover rather than Florida every year? You mean like last year? No, I mean forever. Like Florida and Alabama play every Florida year. And no, Tennessee and Florida LSU. Tennessee and Florida. Or Tennessee and Alabama. Florida and LSU. Florida we have Auburn. That's right. That's right. I mean, and we can mock That's Auburn right. now, That's but, you know, when this right. was set up, it was That's a big right. deal. So uh, what's the number, nine and a half? Nine. That could be that. That's that a push. Be, yeah. I may, I may re- Do you still feel like Florida's the second best team in the division? Probably. Yeah. yeah I would say yeah. so. It's hard for me to say, but I think probably. there is going to be a gap between I, Georgia and Florida. Yeah, I think there's a gap between Georgia and Florida. I think there's a gap between Florida and some combination of Missouri and Kentucky. All right, then you got two teams at seven. Uh, you got Missouri and Kentucky. One of those might go over, one's not. They're both at seven? Yeah. I almost feel like they're both pushers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'll take the over on Kentucky. One. Louisville's going to be bad this year. Like, two, the Louisville thing three, seems to be falling apart, so four, anyone that plays five, Louisville kind of is a win. Six, seven. I'll push Missouri. I think you're right on that. 
Um, Tennessee uh, six. I, I'd say under on under. They are going to be high garbage. By the way, we talked about the um, we talked about the the athletic list. The top two players both transfer from from uh, Tennessee, Henry Toto and um, the guy that ended up at Oklahoma. Who Wanya Morris? Is that who it is? The offensive lineman? No, running he back transferred too. Yeah, you're running back that's likely to be a Heisman candidate for Oklahoma. Right, and then yeah, Wanya Morris, one of their you yeah. Know, b- besides Cade Mays, Cade Mays, he's their best, yeah, he's their best or was their yeah, best. Yeah, I bet lineman. Wanya Morris is stack and count to ten. I have to say, we really had to finish the season with at least one more of those. I could not. Like, I got one in my pocket. That came so natural. Yeah. Okay, I got one in my pocket. I was about to like chime in to make sure that happened. All right, so here's a tough one for you: South Carolina three and a half. Uh, let's see. What's their off? Yeah. Eastern Illinois. Yeah, go Panthers. At East Carolina. That's that was on that's on my next list of why do you schedule that game? Chwa. Chwa is not an easy game for them no. either. And Clemson. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the, yeah. So you're counting on them to beat Van. one. One of Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, AM, Florida, Missouri, or Auburn. I think I'd go over on that. Like, I think four or five. I'll take over, but I'm sweating that crap until the. <laughs> what time I'm, is that EIU game? <laughs> uh, <laughs> East is right next to my hometown, so like I, I have an emotional investment. But for Home the Tony there are. I yeah. said there's there's more NFL coaches and quarterbacks from uh, uh, EIU than there are from South Carolina. Yeah, like uh, I mean, freaking uh, uh, what's his name from, uh, from the 49ers quarterback is still uh, is the uh, why is his name falling out of my head. The handsome Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, Garoppolo. Garoppolo. He's from EIU. Is he really? Yeah. I thought I, I knew no, Garoppolo was EIU. Okay, wow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right, and then Vandy's a three. You think uh, you could, they go under? What's Tennessee? Tennessee's six. I'll take the under on that shit all day. Uh, ten, Vandy's three. East Tennessee at Colorado State. Pour some out for Mike Bobo. Stanford. Oh, no chance. <laughs> what they're getting there. Stanford's not going to be great, but that's. They are designed. They are designed to just beat the crap out of a team like Vanderbilt, who is so depleted right now. I think Vanderbilt's going to get back close to respectable and respectable five hundred, threatening a bowl game, but it won't be this year. So, out of all the twelve, I'm sorry, fourteen SEC teams, what are y'all's opinion? If you're going to Vegas and going to lay some down, what's your what's the easiest play right here that you've heard on the over under I mean, on, on the over under? <laughs> Is it Tennessee under? I got. Uh, yeah. so, for, yeah, I gotta forgive me, but like, Georgia's is ten and a half. Yeah, probably the over on to Georgia. I'll put it this way: if they don't hit that, the poop's gonna hit the fan. Well, I mean, it, look, there's a there's a world where there's a world where you have. I don't know. I, yeah, maybe I agree with you. I still, I still, if they go ten and two. That means they don't make the SC championship game. It means they right. lost to Clemson. It means they probably don't make the SC championship game. If Florida loses another one, but they back look, in. Look, if they go ten and two and make the SEC championship game, that's worse than them make going ten and two and not making it. I don't agree with that. What? No, they, that means they lost to a, a a Florida team that's worse than they are. Yeah, but like, or a Florida team that had their South Carolina type loss, or and or, also lost to Alabama, or. A not great Auburn team or a not great yeah. Kentucky team or something, right? You, yeah, you had another that that actually proves the oh here comes Kirby with that one loss a year. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, and, and I mean, let's not forget that they, we talked about the South Carolina loss and how terrible it was. They still were playing for the playoff that year. Oh yeah, of course. So yeah. you know, I think that. But if you lose to Clemson, 
and you lose one of those. Like basically, what you're saying is, if if, if Georgia loses two games this year, one of them presumably is Clemson. <laughs> they, they lose two games, to play the SEC championship. It could be it could be Georgia Tech and Clemson. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you were talking about no, you were talking about shit in the fan. Not necessarily because you could lose to Clemson and you could lose to say of course, Florida. yeah. And then Florida has their version of a South Carolina game. And loses, loses to Alabama. LSU and Alabama, yeah. And so, therefore, Georgia still wins that. But does Georgia get into a playoff? They have to win. If the they SEC. win the SEC, if they win the have SEC, have to. Oh, obviously. And also, but, they need help. Yeah. Um, I still, I still think, I still take Tennessee under. That's a big number. Yeah. I just think, I think that I, it's hard to see. And people will just lose their freaking minds if Georgia loses two games this year. That's just a fact. Oh, God. Because, it because be the, the and, and we, we're going to have this discussion when we do the Georgia preview. I mean, the thing that has everybody so excited about Georgia this year is not all the stuff that uh, – it's Daniels. Like, Daniel, like he's right. got a quarterback. Well, He's not, got a quarterback. And listen, we will have this discussion when we start our new season <laughs> in August. Right. But, I mean – I like Daniels. He clearly was better than Stetson Bennett. How many times we talk about him underthrowing passes last year? But it's not just like Daniels. It's not just Daniels, though. It's also the other quarterbacks in the room. Yeah, who right. are freshmen. Sure. And but they are... Y'all, not everybody's Y'all, if you're listening prom. to this so your Stetson's parents don't, <laughs> it's not Stetson, right? It's not Stetson. Um, Stetson, I, Stetson is more likely to start a game for Illinois. It is a start game for George. Well, you could point. transfer what within the first four weeks. <laughs> no, so, um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I feel like the presumption. This is this will be a little preview for us when we start doing uh, the the, uh, the 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 podcast in August. The presumption that Daniels is now a top five quarterback in college football I in the nation know. in Georgia. Yeah. Come on out and get yeah, your whip and Steiner. Know. I don't know. <laughs> but people, people are like, I'm just saying, if Daniel struggles at all this year, it's another Kirby and his quarterbacks. I agree with that. And yeah. that's going to be a whole deal. And Daniels was obviously great, very good last year. Would you say that Daniels was great last year? I would not say that Daniels was great last year. I would say he was. He made the offense go in a way that Stetson Bennett obviously could not. Daniels was great in moments last year. Yeah. He was not great a whole game. He was the great in moments. The talent was there. Yeah. He was great in moments. That last drive against uh, Cincinnati was mm-hmm. incredible. In Cincinnati, everybody's like, oh, it's just Cincinnati. I'm sorry, Cincinnati, Cincinnati played their asses yeah, off Yeah, but like, you know, if he misses that field goal, nobody remembers or cares. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah, yeah. that he and that he has moments, and I think, I think where people are hanging their hats on is that um, – Another year removed from the entry, another year with Monken, and a year of practicing with his receivers, a lot of that gets smoothed out. And, and a lot of that is carrying a lot of water there. I admit that. But um, it's uh, – it, it's again, we're getting this with the, with the Georgia preview, but it is um, – there's still a whole world out there where Georgia's especially defensive front – I mean, yeah. you could see the two best defensive fronts in college football play one another the first week of the season in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And um, you could also see one of the best running back cores uh, play another really good running back core. Um, so it, a lot of people are like, well, you know, it's a, it's a whole new world where, you know, Georgia's got to score 46 points a game in order to be in the conversation. I, 
I think Georgia needs to score more points than they did the first five games last year, six games last year. But that doesn't mean they have to score 45. And if JT Daniel is the quarterback we saw in his first couple of games at, at Southern Cal, the quarterback we saw in the first half of the – was it the Missouri game? Yeah. on. Are you know uh, in spots of the game after the Kentucky game. the game after Kentucky whatever it was right, right. if he's that quarterback for three quarters fine he wanted to play the fourth quarter we have to continue the grand tradition of this podcast of me being very skeptical of quarterbacks like yeah yeah no <laughs> like I guess I, I remember and it I feels was like home I was like slow home. on from I was yeah. very slow on from which for is where football's coming time. so yeah. A uh, couple others of interest. Uh, Clemson's number is 11.5 as well. They're Bama and Clemson, only two at 11.5. Uh, Georgia Tech, five. And a half or five on the nose? Five on the nose. Let's, let's look at Tech. Let's yeah, look at Tech. Okay. That's a good one. UAB is 7.5. Georgia plays UAB second week. Notre Dame's at nine. That's a big number for them. They're- Cincinnati, they're at 10. Yeah, uh, probably mainly because of uh, Desmond Ritter. I'd probably back. almost go under on that. Well, because they, yeah. they're at Indiana and at Notre Dame. Those yeah. are their big things this year. Yeah, uh, Illinois. It, yeah, what is Illinois? Three and a half. I'll take. I'll take over. On yeah, take over. And take then over. there's only one college football team, the Power Five, Group of Five, that has a has one of a. It's one is their number. Can you guess who that is? It's got to be Kansas. Rice. It's Kansas. <laughs> it's got to be Kansas. Les Miles out there cashing them checks, baby. No, not anymore. He's not. <laughs> Yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's look at tech schedule real fast. Uh, let's see, Virginia. Oh, they're ahead of Virginia. Okay. So what's the number? Five. Okay. Northern Illinois. You got to think that's a win. Kansas State. Dude, they don't win that game. This would be amazing. <laughs> Clemson, move along. North Carolina, move along. Duke. At Duke. Oh, yeah. Davis Wade Stadium is a tough place to go in and get a win. Pitt? I don't know. At Virginia? No. Virginia Virginia Tech? No. Miami? No. Boston College? No. Notre Dame? Yeah, I don't know how they get to five. Georgia. Five's a big – that's a reach for them. I can see three. I can see three. I can see them – If they get to five, they should be happy with Geoff. Getting to five this year. Yeah, they're not going to be happy with Geoff. They have to stay on their tippy toes to get to five. (laughs) Oh my God! We're hitting all the hitting all the hot spots. Yeah, I see them beating Northern Illinois, and Kansas State. Uh, to get to five, they have to beat some combination of North Carolina, Pittsburgh, Duke, Virginia Tech, and Boston College. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't see that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, moving along. The the what are you doing scheduling this game? I went through and looked at uh, some Power Five school. Power Five is that what that's what they call it? Yeah, Power yeah. Five schools. Playing at once we go to twelve games, five. we haven't even talked about the twelve game playoff, guys. Yeah, we don't we have will. time for that. We will. We will. We will. There's uh, the twelve game playoff. You should check it out. Google that. So here's just a couple. We we mentioned a few already, um, but uh, like Vanderbilt goes to Colorado State. You know that's not. I'm just. I know that that's probably that's kind of on brand. I know. I know. But still, they're you know SEC school going yeah. to uh, Mountain West. And it's funny. Um, uh, Derek Mason is the defensive coordinator. Mike Bobo is offensive coordinator at Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. What was the really bad Mississippi State one? One Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's no. 
there's no game this year that just your jaw like uh, Virginia playing at Old Dominion and they lost that game. That was that was the dumbest thing they've ever done. Um, so yeah, they, you got you got Boston College at Temple. It's kind of but BC's supposed to be good this year. Yeah, and that's all region. Yeah, um, you got Syracuse at Ohio. Really? Yeah. I wonder if that's some sort of Mac give back thing. Yeah, I feel like Babers has history. Yeah, Babers, I mean. Yeah, their their campus is still in shambles after LSU (laughs) visits. Boy, let me tell you something. I hope the Rose Bowl is still nice after LSU plays UCLA (laughs) this year. Um, uh, Oklahoma goes to Tulane. Hmm. That's weird. I got to be honest. I'm not saying we should, (laughs) but I would damn sure go to a a Tulane game in in the Superdome. A Georgia Tulane game. Let's yeah. be clear. Is it is wait does Tulane play in the Super Bowl? In the no, no, they have a, they have an on campus stadium. Yeah, but it's it's still beyond my ability to comprehend Georgia playing at Tulane Stadium. It's a it's a cute little stadium. Okay, so it's around the corner from the Airbnb. This game has got to be at the Super Superdome. I don't know if it's at. Tulane it should be. It's right? not. It's at Yulman Stadium. Yulman Stadium or campus. That's it's be, a cute little stadium. It's a place it's, to be rocking. Yeah. If you, if you want to go, you can get two tickets for um, $17. No, that's more than that. 70 bucks. I, yeah. No, I'm sure it's all Oklahoma, Oklahoma fans, people. Yeah. Yeah, Tulane's uh, color scheme is They're gonna not sh- great. No, well, Oklahoma's fans are going to show up there. They have the root same against. logo as Matt Toon High School, though, because we were really? also the Green Wave. We were the Green Wave. Yeah. Okay. They're going to show up and root against Texas against Tulane. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right. Baylor goes to Texas State. I think it's 38 miles away from their campus, so it's just a little jaunt down the road. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's that's ridiculous. It's like, that's weird. ridiculous that, that they would go play at Texas uh, State. I think this is Indiana. I wrote IU. Is that yeah. Indiana? Who are they playing? Uh, at Western Kentucky. IU's playing at Western Kentucky. Yeah. So that, Bill Toppers. That could, you know, and, and greatest Indiana's mascot kind of, in sports. It is. A they are uh, kind of predicted to be pretty good this year. So that could be a. a this is the thing about Cincinnati. Cincinnati has like, uh, I mean, this Indiana would have made the playoff last year if they were a twelve-team playoff. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I think that well, Cincinnati plays at Indiana and at Notre Dame this year. So there's an argument they should have. Um, I am looking at Phil Still, and they do play at Western Kentucky. Mm, that's great. Uh, Duke goes to Charlotte. I mean, okay. Sure. Uh, Oklahoma State goes to Boise. They're yeah, much Boise counts. Boise same. Counts. Yeah. Uh, Utah goes to San Diego State University. Mm-hmm. Huh. So Utah played like five games last year, and I didn't think they won one or something. They yeah. They didn't get many. Pac twelve was like not even a real. Um, Iowa State goes to UNLV. I'd go to UNLV too. <laughs> yeah, I say that feels like a that feels just like a, a gift to the fans. A gift for the fans. Uh, South Carolina, like you mentioned earlier, they East- go to ECU. I'm sorry that that your your SEC membership should be on notice if you do that. They should be on the same list as Mississippi State. Um, That's not as bad as Mississippi State, but it's not great. It's not great. Kansas goes to Coastal Carolina. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing, Coastal Carolina, right. playing such a low just playing tier Kansas team? State? Yeah. I mean, just wait till somebody has an open day. Um, here's a good one. Florida goes to South Florida. That's a two for Tampa. one. That's a two for one. By the way, that's the one that yeah. Central Florida wouldn't do with them, right? Yeah, that's a two for one. They they go to uh, South Florida once, and South Florida comes to the. I think that's prize. worth it for Florida. To yeah. Do so, and here's the reason why you get to play in an NFL stadium, which right. is where South Carolina, uh, South Florida plays, and I want to say they guaranteed them a, like a big number of tickets too, because Bulls games when is are that game? I don't know. Attended. Probably early in the season. Yeah. yeah, like third game. That's a. This is. I don't think South Florida is that great, but like it's interesting. Yeah, I mean Tampa is a tough place to play yeah. now. They're winning all the championships. 
yeah. lightning one. Yeah, yeah. Another one, two in a row? Yeah. The Rays made this World Series? Uh, that's right, yeah. I mean, think yeah. about that. Yeah. They could have had hockey, baseball, and football. If the Raptors would have been good this year, because they were playing in Tampa this year, if the Raptors would have been good. What about the Blue Jays? Are they still playing? The Blue Jays are now in Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay, okay. Um, all right, SEC, ACC, but it's kind of weird, but it makes it's on brand. Missouri goes to BC. Ah, that's one <laughs> it's ace, they're SEC, ACC. Yeah, they're big five. I mean, we play tech every year. Yeah. yeah. And then this one... West Virginia is hosting this team, but I didn't know. I'd heard of them in basketball, like, like March Madness, but I didn't know they had a, a football team. Long Island University is playing at West Virginia. So, Wait, what? LIU yeah. has a football team? LIU, the you know, Sharks. They're, oh, this is, that's a different. That, that's a di- that's different than LIU. It's going to be an off-campus of LIU. Because LIU, the one that we all talk about, is in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, right? Okay. So th- I, I'm going to look this up. LIU, it's got, it's got, Sharks. It's got to be a different LIU. What, who are they playing? At West Virginia. Yeah, I'm going to look. I'll look this up. Uh, it's got to be a different I LIU. I looked it up. LIU Stadium seats 6,000 fans not that they're playing there but i mean that's how small and a month after they play west virginia they're playing the merrimack warriors yes out beth page beth page federal credit union <sighs> stadium <laughs> oh my god yeah that one feels brookville new york wow i think they're fcs though they are okay because i was thinking oh are they playing a division so so this is interesting liu they have an liu post and they have a liu brooklyn campus much like Illinois and Chicago and Champaign and Springfield, but obviously Champaign is the campus. Mm-hmm. And apparently, this is the football team plays in Post, and the basketball team plays in Brooklyn. But Post has its own basketball team. Okay, so they combined them for a football team, but for basketball, they have two separate. Interesting. Yeah, that that all sounds right. All right, a uh, little bit of trivia. Next, so. Active win streaks currently. I mean, this is going to, you're going to have to really Active dig win deep. streaks, okay. The longest active win streak, obviously, is Alabama at 14 games. Okay. The next two teams are at eight. Um, I mean, this is, this would be impossible for me because I can't even remember what happened last year. How many has Georgia won in a row? Well, I'm getting okay, to Georgia. Uh, <laughs> so it's somebody that won a bowl game but not in the playoffs. Think uh, old Southwest Conference foes because that's where both of them. Houston? No. A- A&M. A&M with eight. Uh, and then also. Texas. Boomer Sooner. Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah, that makes eight. sense. Yeah. Um, there's two at seven, but they're group of five. So if I would guess it, it's Ball State. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Louisiana Lafayette. Okay. And then six in a row, Big Ten school. Uh, we just mentioned their, Indiana. No. They have a basketball player that's doing like, it's killing it in NIL. Iowa. has oh, won yeah. six in a row. Oh, okay. And then they got to a horrible start last year, and too. Then there's a team that's won four in a row. Georgia? Yeah. That's the Georgia that Bulldogs. Be the Georgia Bulldogs. How about those Georgia Bulldogs. That's crazy that there's only one team with double digit wins. Yeah. Current because normally record. there's there's always well, one team. Well, you normally play a full season, games. yeah, right. You have, a, you have a team that loses right. some like early season games, and right. then they they right. run the conference, and then they they play in the Orange Bowl, yeah. right? I'm I'm looking at you, Dan Mullen. Yeah, right, and so then you lose to Georgia Tech. 
Theoretically speaking. So, sticking on the theme of, like, last year. No, Dan Mullen lost to George Tech in the Orange Bowl. (laughs) Last year and football in general, for me, is hard to kind of get back into. I want both of y'all to name the teams in the ACC Coastal Division. I don't have any idea. Still nobody knows. I'm going to give it a shot. North Carolina. Coastal? That's correct. North Carolina State. No, they're in the Atlantic. Okay, Wake Forest. They're in the Atlantic. Ah, come on, man. <laughs> it's hard. Duke. Duke is in the coast. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I, okay now I'm going to focus in now. North Carolina, Duke, Coastal. Um, Would you like a lifeline? Um, Miami. That's correct. Florida State is, is in, Florida State's in the Atlantic. You are, that's a correct statement, yeah. Um, shoot, this is really There's hard. four more in the coastal. Four more. Pitt, I believe, is also they in the They are Atlanta. in the coastal. That's what I meant, the coastal. Uh, okay, so okay, let's just do it. North Carolina, uh-huh. Duke, Pitt, Miami. Correct. You got three more. Three more. Let's go with... Notre Dame is officially not counting anymore, right? They're, they're no longer... <laughs> no. Uh, let's go uh, Virginia. That's correct. Okay. Virginia Tech. There you go. And I don't think I know. You, you go with the other one. It's either Bronson College or Georgia Tech, and I don't remember which one it is. I think it's Georgia Tech. It is Georgia Tech. Okay. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so the Atlantic is Boston College, Clemson, FSU, Louisville, NC State, Syracuse, and Wake Forest. It's just the dumbest. It is. I mean, it's dumber than legends and leaders that used to be. I don't know if anything's dumber than legends and leaders. Coastal and yes. Let's not forget, by the way, what they wanted to do when they replaced legends oh, yeah, and leaders. The paterno. They wanted to do the paterno and the shinbuckler. Wow, that, that did great, not age not great. Great things did that not age well. Turned out well for them in that regard, to say the very least. This isn't really oh, trivia wow. because nobody would guess this. But uh, hold on, try us. Okay, what FBS? Okay. okay, you remember how in the spring FCS schools played? Yes. Like Furman yeah. was playing. They're what? playing again regular season, right? There was one FBS school that played two games in spring football. Really? Yeah, they played. I'll give you the opponents. Yeah. They, yes. They lost 43-17 to to Tarleton State. Okay. They beat a school named Dixie State out of Utah 36-29. to New Mexico State. That's correct. Wow. Good job. New Mexico State went one and one in the spring. Yeah, and the only reason I had that is because they uh, they couldn't play in their home stadium in they, the fall. They paid UTEP ten thousand dollars for the stadium and they paid Tarleton State hundred fifty grand guaranteed to beat them forty three to seventeen. Yeah. Boy, There's I no will other podcast is bringing you that kind of Yeah, that's that's a deep dive. Guys. I will not miss twenty twenty. I just will not miss twenty twenty. The only thing I will, the only thing about 2020 I will miss is having five months at home with my kids. Yeah. And during a very formative time with them. I know, I've done that. And, and now, now that I've done that, now they, now like, they can I'm go good. see other people. All right, so I wrote down, uh, and this is, the, this is it. Uh, I wrote down three questions. Okay. But I only got to two, so it's just two questions. Okay, fair enough. So, so you wrote down two questions. It's like three questions, two questions. Yeah. It's like that, uh, it's like holy moly, it's 3D golf and 2D. Yeah, yeah, that show on TV. Oh, Holy Moly is the love best. Holy what? Oh, Holy Moly is the best. Okay, Rob go ahead. Ringel, I, we literally on. plan our like Friday evenings around it. <laughs> yeah, Joe Tessitore does the play-by-play, mm-hmm. and then Rob Riggle is yeah. 
Fantastic. Rob, Rob Ruggle has found his yes. place yes. doing that show. Yes. Former guest of the Will Leach show, Rob Ruggle. That's right. I remember seeing that. Which pin did you wear when he showed up? I believe I wore. Um, You're about I, to make some shit up. I think I no. I think I did an American flag pin. Because, oh, he was a marine. Because he's a marine. Sorry. Okay. And uh, he's a military guy. And uh, I, I I tried and failed to get his opinion on uh, athletes kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, I think his exact quote is, "I am not losing any jobs because of this interview." And I was like, "That's totally." You know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> That's this might have been the smartest thing he was. Oh, had. he's a smart guy. I did not blame him for that. All right, so these are just uh, two random questions. They're not really sports related. So uh, I'd like for each of you all to answer. I'll give you my answers first, so you kind of know where I'm coming from. Because this is the, this has uh, been something that's been on my mind because it keeps happening. Anyway, what is something that you know you don't need yet often research, ponder, and then purchase? So this has happened to me recently a lot, and I keep getting frustrated. GoPro cameras for me. I've got six of them. <laughs> I just bought the newest one, the GoPro 9. It's okay. I barely use it. And when I do use it, I'm frustrated at the, the footage that I get from it. Frames. You know me. I like to print photos and everything. I have nine frames in my office. I don't have any more wall space to put frames. That's another one. Uh, as far as food, bananas. I buy bananas thinking I'm going to eat them, and then I let them sit there. And they turn into yeah. stuff you should make banana bread. Banana For bread. what it's worth, bananas turn too fast. This is my hot take. Bananas turn too fast. I agree. I agree. And then Y'all finally, go crazy. And then finally, this came up tonight. Streaming services. I've got a problem. Yeah. I will do a seven-day trial, and then I forget to cancel. Right. And I've got... <laughs> I, I the next thing you know, you're spending $174. Let's see what we got. Let, 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 well, okay, here, are, here are places... Tell me which one who, who I believe I'm currently paying for. And frankly, right. like you, I'm probably forgetting one exactly. or two. Netflix. Yep. Correct. Hulu. Yep. Correct. Um, ESPN. Yes. Um, Disney. Yep. Yes. Apple, I have a free trial that Apple's. I will remember to give it because I never watch no, Apple. I'm same. I'm in the same boat. Um, um, let's see. HBO Amazon. Max. HBO Max. Yep. Amazon. Amazon. Yep. Amazon I have Prime anyway. Kind of free. So. Um, it's uh, like Amazon is all about giving the illusion of free, kind but of free. nevertheless, uh, yes, I do have Amazon. I do have HBO Max. Um, I have Paramount. I, I do have Paramount Par- Plus. I, don't have Paramount. I do have Paramount Plus because my wife loves the Good Fight uh, show and uh, and soccer. They're, they're good about soccer. Yeah. They got good soccer stuff on there. And uh, I have NBA TV. I have MLB TV. I have MLB. How about Peacock? Uh, I have. Uh, I pay extra for the Red Zone package on my cable. I don't know if that counts or not. Um, and um, I think that's it. I'm yeah. probably forgetting one. Yeah, but that feels well, no, like I, all. I signed up. We I watched a movie last night with the boys, and I had to sign up for a seven day trial of Stars. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> and, and Is that through I, Amazon? It's through yeah. Amazon. Yeah. And yeah. then I went and looked to go cancel today. I was buying. Boomerang, you were <laughs> network. You were buying like Cartoon Network. You were like four years ago. The kids don't even watch Boomerang anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, you know, just so they could watch Scooby Doo. Yeah. But anyway, I, I was just like, I that's think- a pandemic problem too. Yeah. That's yeah, a true, definite true. pandemic true. problem. So my question to y'all is, what is something that you know you don't need? Often research, think about, and then purchase, and then maybe you forget about it or you get frustrated that you did buy it and you S- keep doing it. Streaming services and uh, wireless on Delta flights. 
Um, now, it is to their credit, by the way, <laughs> that they did freeze that during the pandemic. Okay. I was worried because I got a charge on it, on it like a couple months ago. I was like, oh, my God, have I been paying for this crap right. the whole time? Right. And I had not. They they had frozen it. But that is oh, you do the monthly. Yeah, because yeah, you're I do flying the monthly, I travel a lot, But I travel less now, and so I should cancel it. But then I'm like, hey, you know, maybe I'll need it at some point. And so, yeah, I should just probably just cancel. I, uh, my travel-related, too, I have a um, – um, oh God! What's the stupid priority pass? Our priority pass, not priority pass. What are the blue? No, the stupid. Um, the stupid. No, it's the the uh, not Delta Club, but like the off-brand Delta Club <laughs> that you. That, I go to the Delta Club. So <laughs> you go to the off-brand. It's stupid. It's it's the worst. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a place in the corner that hit you with a bat. And be like, <laughs> yeah, hey, it's pre- it's yeah. premiere. Yeah, it's premiere, and uh, here's some peanuts. Um, <laughs> It's priority pass. There's got to um, be something cooking related. And I was just about to say uh, spices. Okay, I have a tendency to think marjoram. I need some marjoram. Yeah. Why don't I get marjoram? And then I have, uh, I can honestly say right now I have one, two, I have three things of onion powder, which you'll always use. I have, I have saffron, which I rarely use. I have three things of different kinds of smoked paprika, which I will use some. But then I have some spices that I have no idea why I bought. It's just like, yeah, that sounds like that'd be good on beef. And, uh, yeah, that's my thing. I'm spices. guessing you don't seem like a liquid smoke kind of guy. Dude. <laughs> just, I didn't mean to yeah. offend you. I was going to say, that was, that, was just, that, was a, that was a triggering question. Yeah. <laughs> liquid smoke. Or Dale's sauce. Dale's is fine. It's too but salty. It's very salty, but liquid smoke, no. Yeah. All right, last question. Uh, speaking of streaming services. What is a show or documentary you've watched recently that you would recommend? By the way, it's pouring down rain. Yeah. Uh, what is a show or documentary you've watched recently that you would recommend someone else to watch? I'll let Will go first. So for me, we just finished the morning show on Apple TV. Okay. It's excellent. Um, I'm still trying to tell everybody that I know that has HBO Max to watch The Flight Attendant. Okay. Because it is uh, jaw-dropping amazing. It's like eight episodes. Written by Chris Bojalian, blurber of How Lucky. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, you mentioned that to me when I tried to tell you to uh, watch Flight Attendant. And then on Netflix, there's a a documentary called Tread. Yeah. Oh, it's about a guy that goes crazy and builds his own tank. Yeah. True story. uh, And drives around his Colorado town. Fascinating. So, Will? Okay, my thing, if you subscribe to Hulu... There is a great documentary directed by Questlove, who is awesome. Cannot wait to watch it. Awesome, other than the fact that he is Jimmy Fallon's uh, band guy, and Jimmy Fallon sucks. Uh, but Questlove is awesome, and, and it allows the roots to get paid. Uh, but he has a documentary called uh, Summer of Soul, which is about a the Harlem Music Festival in 1969 or 68, which is basically the Black Woodstock. And there's a lot of good, like, gives you a commentary of the time what was going on but what's really awesome and that stuff's good what's really awesome is there are these undiscovered performances from Stevie Wonder from Sly and the Family Stone from uh, Mavis Staples that are just unbelievable there is a Sly and the Family Stone performance that you're like why is Sly like why are we not every day just talking about how Sly Stone 
was Prince. He like, was. It was amazing. <laughs> and like it is, it, I cannot recommend. It's actually also playing at the Beachwood Cinemas, by the way, if you get a chance to see it on the big screen. It's playing there right now. But uh, Summer of Soul is a fantastic documentary. And the music, it is about more than the music. But even if you don't care about that stuff, the music itself is absolutely incredible. Yeah, I was worried you're going to say that because it that's on my that's on my cue. Yeah, it's pretty um, awesome. I'm going to go back a little bit. Uh, probably the best thing I watched during the pandemic was Fleabag. And yeah, Fleabag is amazing, dude. It was just you want to target streaming service? Uh, I think it's, it's uh, who is it? Amazon. Amazon. It just it's a BBC show that was. Oh, it's a BBC show. It's a British show yeah. that was um, just blew me away. It's Phoebe, uh, not Phoebe Kate's Waller. Phoebe Bridgewaller. Yeah. Phoebe Cates Waller's a different person. That's going that's, back a long that's, time that's into the, my mind. That's coming out of the pool, yeah. That's yeah. because that goes back a long time in my mind. Uh, it just, it's just an incredibly done show. If you want to know how good Phoebe, uh, Waller, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Phoebe, yeah. How awesome she is. No relation. Not only did she write the new Bond film. Huh. Did she really? She, she wrote the new Bond film. She's like, she's like the lead fix her on it. Okay. She is also starring, uh, she's the female lead in the upcoming Indiana Jones movie. Really? So that is how, if you're like, oh, who is this person? She's also, if you saw the Han Solo movie, the Solo yeah. movie, oh, yeah. she's the voice of the robot. Oh, okay. Who's very funny in that. But she, like, everyone saw Fleabag and like, holy crap, this woman's a genius. She is. And they cast her in everything that, if, you, if you're wondering, if you want to be ahead of the game when you watch uh, the Bond movie, or you watch the Indiana Jones movie and be like, oh my gosh, that's the lady from Fleabag. Watch Fleabag right Do now. Do we need the another first Indiana season? Jones movie? Yeah. No, but, no. Uh, but nevertheless. Also, Harrison Ford keeps getting hurt. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> And paid. <laughs> yeah, he's getting and paid. But uh, the first season is good. The second season of Fleabag is drop-dead brilliant. It's so I just, I, I God, it just wrecks you. It's so, uh Very, very good. Yeah. Also, don't watch This Is Us. Yeah, I'm also, just saying. Fleabag, there's like six episodes, and all like a half an hour. Like Fleabag is yeah. a very quick watch. Okay. Yeah, it's easy so, watch. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy watch. It's a fast watch. So not with the kids. That, Don't Ted, watch it with the kids. Is Ted Lasso worth watching? I've heard a lot. I have yet to watch it. I haven't either. I haven't either. That's on my queue, too. I have to watch it before I cancel my Apple TV. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, is, uh, well, the morning show's coming out with season two in yeah. September. Okay. I've heard nothing but positive things about Ted Lasso. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Yeah, me too. Okay, so last thing before we close out. Before the arc is built. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Before we close out. We want to give you our schedule. Moving yeah, forward. we yeah we have a schedule for a change because this is, because this is the end of season eleven, season ninety four, season thirty six. This is the end of season thirty six. We are not going to be back until August. So that's there are the specific bad. reasons for that. Yeah, uh, Scott, baseball mainly. Yeah, baseball and like you know he's got other stuff to do as we all have. Yeah. yeah, he's got some stuff. But yeah. but once at the beginning of August. We are back to weekly. We are back to weekly. I we are. Try to start taping on Tuesdays. We are back to weekly. We will build up the season, and we will be back. Like we will be back to normal. Back, baby. What's happening? So this is our last show of season thirty-seven. <laughs> but uh, then uh, come August, we are weekly and and having our seasons back again, previewing actual Georgia football games with actual fans and actual tailgating and I cannot wait. 
Well, guys, I'm not normally one to get uh, all emotional, but that's not true. Yeah, it's definitely the most emotional. Screw, screw 2020, (laughs) screw 2021. Uh, I mean, I don't mean that. Slash 21. Slash 21. (laughs) That that uh, that season, dust on my back, guys. We're gonna make it. We made it through. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't got vaccinated, by the way, get vaccinated just, so you don't get COVID. Just do That's it. That's a weird thing to have to say out loud. But, like, get vaccinated so you don't get COVID. It, it's actually no skin off my back at all if you don't get vaccinated. Like, I'm vaccinated, so I can go do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. But you should join me and do whatever the hell you want. But if you don't, I'm, I'm worried about you. because I don't Will and I can sh- share scuba yeah. apparatus. Yeah, this is no longer scuba. one of those. Yeah, this is. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. We are constantly sharing scuba apparatus. Um, but like, this is no longer. I am done with the hectoring. Wear a mask. Be a good. I'm not doing that crap anymore. Like, do your. Do you do you. Do your thing. I wish you get vaccinated. But if you don't, that's okay. Like, whatever. You're hey, only hurting yourself. And understand it. I hope you don't get COVID if yeah, you don't I get vaccinated. Like, I'm saying this not to, like, bring college football back. College football is coming back. This is all happening. I'm just saying that you, if you're a listener to the show, I, by definition, like you. So I don't want you to get COVID. So get vaccinated so you don't get COVID. Agreed. Yeah. Other than that, um, I'll see you all in August when we get back to weekly and get back to our uh, dirty little business. Of, by the time you hear our voices next, it will be August and we will be less than a month. Until football. Yeah, starts. no, it'll be a new season, even. Yeah, <laughs> whole new season. Season 37. <laughs> All right, uh, be safe, everyone. Otherwise, uh, hey, uh, go dogs. Go dogs. All right, that felt good. Until the rain came. Yeah. And thanks so much for listening. Go ahead and follow our show on Twitter at WSLS Podcast. And like everything this offseason, we've been a little quiet on social media, but we'll be firing it all back up as we get into August and onto the season in full. A couple other points. Make sure you go buy Will's new novel titled How Lucky. It's a great book with a lot of suspense, and the best part, it takes place right here in Athens. Also, I know a lot of y'all have purchased photo prints from me in the past, and I thank you very much for that. I have a few new images up in my store, including one from the recently closed Varsity here in Athens. So maybe think of it as a good nostalgia print for your office or bulldog room for sure. Links to Will's book and my prints are in the show notes of this episode. So yeah, we'll see you on campus in less than two months. That's amazing. And look out for our next show in a few weeks. That's even more amazing. It's getting close for football season. And as always, go dogs.